Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format helps you learn at your own pace and fit earning a degree into your life. From before you enroll to after you graduate, you'll be supported by people who are invested in your success so you can pursue your goals knowing that help is available if you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is I Will Make You a Millionaire, another episode helping someone reach their goal of making millions. This here is the second meeting with Paulo. He has several different approaches that I think are possible for him making a million dollars, and we're going to go over it and talk over business models and pricing and execution and the different nuances involved. And so one idea is, can he make something that will generate Instagram followers for people without it being detected as a bot by Instagram? So we get heavy into bot detection techniques. We also talk about AI. And if there's some ideas there, here's the podcast with Paulo. Keep the line, um, the text creator. Oh, yeah. Did you check that? Yeah, yeah. That was really good. It seems like there's something there where, I mean, I got so excited by that, and yet I don't know how to do it. Even with the links you sent me, it's not like I could, it's easy to figure out. There's some. There's there's something there right now. But tell me what you, what's been going on this week. Like, what, what have you been working on? Actually, so I, I got that uh, model running. If you want to give me some sort of, uh, you know, kind of input sentence, I can get it to complete it and just send it sent to you what it gives me. Just with skip the line, uh, the, the skip the line book? Yeah, yeah. So what I did, basically, I trained this model on skip the line. And also, let me tell you, because I sent it, that to you a few days ago, it didn't work on it. I, I just tried some rough testing. But uh, but it was actually interesting to see how well you could pick up like the style. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was, because it I, I do feel it was fairly similar to the way you write. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. So... I still like to do a podcast with myself by feeding in maybe like a couple of my books and then interviewing myself. We'll do some text to speech thing. That would be huge. I wonder even with skip the line, it might be enough. Like what other text is in there that it knows that it has already trained itself on? So um, my understanding is that it's trained on a very, very large set of, uh, uh, let's say, English text. Mm -hmm. And that makes it such that uh, it let's say it knows English well, so it's not like the model needs to learn English. It's very well uh, it knows English very well. But then the kind of way I train the model is that I take the pre-trained model and you fine tune it, right? right. To to just uh, become more tuned to like the writing style in this case. Right, right. There's other ways to to, to train these models, like you could specify it on you know. Uh, now the way I'm training it is to do text completion. So you give it a prompt and it fills it out. Right. Other ways could be teach it to answer specific questions that it's learned from the uh, like corpus of uh, text. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like I could probably use it right now to do a podcast. Jay, Jay is there a uh, text to speech thing that we could do? Like some kind of com weird computer speech? Okay, you know, actually, what I what I have been doing a little bit uh, uh, last couple of days, I couldn't finish it because uh, uh, it was a bit too um, like um, computationally intensive. But I did try to see if I could take a, a model and train it to speak like you. Uh -huh. well, so I think that should be feasible. Basically, trained on one of your audiobooks. Yeah. Because you're, you, you know, you, you're the one reading them, right? So from then and all the transcript, it's something that should be feasible. So I, I kind of, I, I see that a combination of, let's say, this model that does the 
text generation in your style plus something that does the talking in your style. It, it was so, you know, the, the way I've done it now is that I've, I've worked only so much on it, but it seems to be something that would be fairly possible to do. That's uh, funny. Um, well, well, yeah, that was a very, very interesting experiment to see. Um, and then, what, so what's been going on this week? How have you been doing? What, what have you been thinking about? So, yeah, so I kind of took your advice and did a bunch of, uh, let's say, general thinking about uh, possible, uh, let's say, expansions or things related. And then also a lot of uh, some of the work that I did was more uh, like sp specific on what I've done so far. One of the things I tried to do was uh, looking into the expansion for different platforms of this whole automation, of the whole automation part. That came out to be, from my research, a bit uh, challenging. Looks like it's uh, um, most systems are quite against automation, apart from Twitter. Twitter seems to be the one that has uh, uh, like uh, clear APIs where you can uh, just basically make a bot account that can interact in any way, but that's uh, fully, let's say, uh, Instagram approved. That's yeah. oh. no part of part of Twitter approved. Right. So Instagram is not okay. But but this is why you were doing the bot um, recognition. I mean, the bots yes. fooling the the things that were trying to recognize bots. Yes. So I, I did some more testing about uh, that this week as well. And uh, so I'm lowering the, for example, the frequency of um, like commenting. And that worked a little bit. It seemed like to be working fine. But then all of a sudden, from one day to the other, I started getting blocked much more often. Wow which I feel must be something that uh, has happened on the kind of uh, um, Instagram algorithm because uh, things have been going great for like months now and uh, from one day to the other using pretty much the same parameters or even more like favorable parameters that would be uh, less easy to identify, things got, I got blocked a few times. So I, I kind of feel it's uh, like I was a bit of the... Uh, at the mercy of the algorithm right the, the, this week yeah i wonder what do you think it um hmm. i wonder i mean are you using different ip addresses and stuff like does it recognize your ip address so what i've noticed yeah there's something that has to do with that yes definitely ip addresses so uh, I, I tried doing it directly from my um my computer but also i tried using uh, um, the connection from my phone mm-hmm that seems to work a little bit better. Uh, so I wonder, I wonder if it recognized your computer's IP address as being potentially a bot. Yes, I think that's definitely the case. However, I've done a bunch of testing, you know, just logging in and logging off and logging back on again, logging off of all the devices that you're currently um, logged in with. It does seem to work and to like prevent additional blocking, but it, it doesn't seem to be consistent. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work as a bot and people can't really use it, there's a risk. We were thinking kind of the manual stuff. Of, yep. We know it works manually, right? Because you've done it manually and you've gotten, you know, whatever, 80,000. How many followers have you gotten doing it manually? Uh, well, I mean, uh, a lot of it I've done through my code, right? And yeah. through the the system working uh, like completely automatically. The thing is that it's it's manual in the sense that it needs my support constantly, right? Or every few days I would need to check, right? Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I got like, I don't know, uh, 11K or something like that. Why do you think that account wasn't shut down? Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, the account is not shut down, but it, right. it gets uh, b blocked for, uh, you know, it depends on how much you do it. It could be for, at times it's one day, at times it's one hour. At, at the times where I was doing the most experimental stuff, I could get blocked for like one or two weeks. I see. So it wouldn't get shut down. It would just get blocked. No. Yeah. I never gotten shut down. I, I don't even know what that would take. And what was the best strategy to avoid blocking, do you think? Like what was the longest period of time where it wasn't blocked? What were we, what were you doing? You know, uh, a combination of going uh, slow, going slow, basically, uh, not overfeeding it uh, and overriding comments. When uh, there there was a period of maybe a couple of months where I could run it for maybe 
uh, eight hours a day. It would run four hours in the morning, four hours in the evening, and it would be fine. But, but for example, right now it's running, it ran with the same parameters and got blocked. So th this tells me that there's uh, something on the Instagram side where they're actually looking at, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're changing the ways of uh, um, finding out if there's a bot, for example. Also, also, I think, I mean, if you were blocked once, you're probably likely to get blocked again. Like probably you're on a list. There's probably a high, a, an extra algorithm for the accounts that have been blocked already. Yeah, there could be, yeah, there could, you know, raise some flag. But you know that if you were doing it as a human, like no computer other than being notified and yep. maybe having some prompts delivered mm -hmm. to you, but then you modify them and put it, you know that won't get blocked at all. Yes, yes. I, I think uh, unless uh, um, excessive amount of manual actions are done, because I still know so uh, of, uh, for example, people that have done everything manually and yet get blocked, However, that there will be extreme amounts of interactions because uh, in the same way, uh, Instagram doesn't want even people to do too much stuff in a, in a short time, right? If I were in, uh, uh, you know, uh, in a period of one hour to, let's say, like and comment a thousand pictures, that would not be considered uh, as an appropriate behavior. Right. And the people that have been locked out, my guess is... Uh, uh you know, they, they were probably just cutting and pasting. Well, I, th that's, uh, that's likely, that's likely, but also I feel it's simply- Because how could you do a thousand in an hour? Yes, that's true. That, that would take, uh, or, or just, uh, uh, you know, one emoji. Yeah. Um, let's just think about this for a second. So forget the software part. If you were to say as a service, you were yep. an agency and you said, look, I could get you up to a hundred thousand followers from zero. What would you do? I mean, you would basically, uh, get a bunch of people like a, like a, a farm in India to yep. do what the software does. Yes. I wonder if we can experiment doing that, like using Fiverr or, or somewhere to find like a bunch of people in the Philippines or India yep. to just, and take a, a sample account and even have them post photos, find the best photos of food, have them mm -hmm. post it, have them do, yep. you know, for and we could just test that and see if as a service it works because people would be willing to pay a couple thousand dollars to have a, an account go from zero to a hundred thousand followers because it's, it's worth it to pay two thousand dollars to do that i would pay two thousand dollars to do that i mean not yeah. necessarily in this way i don't i i like to do it i like to make the comments and mm -hmm. and you know then i know for sure that i'm really responding directly to the thing but a lot of people who have just random food instagram uh, accounts and, and so on would probably be willing to pay. Yeah, I think that could be done. Even actually probably starting, because one of the things you were mentioning was kind of the, the curation part, right? And I did look into that uh, uh, a little bit. Uh, so a combination of having uh, some sort of a repost account that curates the, the content. So it could be a combination of that plus uh, the uh, you know, very consistent, uh, let's say, um, commenting to make sure there's enough interactions. Yeah. Um, in general, how is your coding? Like what languages uh, do you know? And what, what, what's, what would you say is the most complicated project you've coded? Oh, well, mainly what I do is uh, Python at the moment. Okay. Uh, Python. And so making databases is pretty easy. Using APIs are pretty easy. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, some basic data crunching, statistics stuff is easy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, and your interest is ultimately having an app that does the exact same thing. And this way, it's kind of making money while you sleep. You don't have to do it yourself. Yes, one hundred percent. Right. But I'm just In curious, the sense that mm -hmm. I'm just curious if um, I'm just curious if it if what people would actually pay for this. Uh, and that's why I'm curious to do it manually. And, and even in your initial letter, you know, you, mm -hmm. you said it was feasible to potentially do it manually. And I wonder, you think you could train someone in Bangladesh to, you know, or a farm in Bangladesh to do this? Yes, in general, it does not seem to be anything too, too crazy. And then I, I wonder you, what, 
if they're all logged into your account, would that be, or, or a account, would that be noticeable by Instagram or can they yes. all spoof being, oh, that would be noticeable. I think you'd make you need to make sure that a, a single person is uh, logged into a finite number of accounts and, or either making sure they're different, uh, using different connections. Or, or you just hire one person per one client. Per one account, yes. Yeah. So Which right. in the, yeah, yeah, they're, yes. Because that might be, you know, still they will do more than you or the client would have been able to do by yourself because this was their job. They're doing it all day. Yes. I wonder if we can try that using Fiverr. Like you basically just give the person, you know, you tell them food and you give them like a hundred comments, but tell them to rewrite each time. Uh, we try it on a sample account that has like 10 followers and, and they could even pick every, they should actually post photos three times a day. Like take yeah. the best photos from anywhere on Instagram. So it could be like a curated account, like, you know, best food photos ever, whatever it can mm -hmm. be called, whatever. I think that's worth trying just to see a, what the results are. So this way yep. you could document the results. Like we made these, this many comments on these many accounts and we went from mm -hmm. 10 followers to hundred thousand followers in three weeks, six weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so once we document it, then you can go to anybody and sell this as a service. And, yeah. and then once you know it's viable as a service, then you could say to yourself, okay, working on an app or some kind of software to automate this might be worth it. Like it may mm -hmm. be the case that, you know, slowing it down and combining GPT-3 so that, um, uh, or GPT-2 so that uh, the comments are, are unique each time. Uh, you know, may, and, and maybe again, I know, I don't know if Instagram is looking at cut and paste or if you, if, maybe they might notice when the, when something's cut and pasted a lot, as opposed to typed mm -hmm. out. I don't know on the, mo on the mobile app, they probably know that, but maybe not. I don't know. They probably, they probably want something. They probably don't see anything until submit is hit. Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. Um, so it might be just a matter of varying the comments and doing it at human times. That's the other thing we could track with the Bangladesh guy is basically, uh, you know, I don't know if you could do this through software or he just tells you, but, uh, you know, you know, how many comments and accounts per minute or hour has he been able to do? Uh, yeah. and, and if he's not blocked, then we know that software could, could do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Although, uh, there's always a problem that, uh, I'm not sure there would be a direct, uh, translation of human software, right? Because the, the sheer fact that it's done by a human is different when it's done by software. Yeah, well, uh, that's kind it, of the 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 whole idea why I realize that um, you know at times I get caught is because it's not done by a human, right? So I do think that a human doing it at a reasonable pace, so at a human pace, then uh, th that would not cause any major problems. But once the automation gets into it one hundred percent, then what I've seen is that it can be done for. Some amount of time until it can, right? And that is uh, it's something that needs to be tuned. Yeah, and um, but I but again, I wonder if uh, I wonder if again we use the example from human. I, I see what you're saying, but maybe there's a way to just if we see if we see their exact heuristics of what they're of how they're doing it, and they don't get blocked. Mm -hmm. And you do program it. I wonder if you'll just get blocked less frequently or, um, you know, and again, we, you, we haven't tried, like, I love that, um, Shantaram, mm -hmm. uh, captions that you have on yeah. your Instagram account. I wonder if you can use that to generate comments. Cause I don't think that would be, those are so detailed and interesting. I doubt those would get blocked. Oh yeah. No. Also, I think that they're, uh, they're a bit different because I kind of wanted them to be like can kind of caption like almost short stories, right? Then it, it would be more my, my reason for doing but, that. But right? imagine oh, a comment is a short story about food. Yeah, <laughs> like like you post on a picture of a pizza. You know, when I was in India, I had a pizza at the ashram, and mm -hmm. 
you know, because it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I wonder if that's interesting. I wonder, um, and this way you'd get more insightful comments and the comments might get more engagement. You actually might get more followers more quickly. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely an option. That's something I've not uh, looked into it. What I, what I, oh, what I actually did uh, do is train one of these models to write food reviews. Ah, that's interesting. And so so uh, actually, actually a few really... of them, I have a few of my, maybe just one. Well, okay. Well, at some point, what I did was this. I took uh, maybe a few thousand um, uh, food reviews, but food reviews as from Instagram posts, right? So someone goes to a restaurant, they eat food, then write the review, right? I taught the model on a few to learn from a few thousand of those. And then I would write, oh, um, um, this evening I tried this, uh, I don't know, raviolis from this Italian restaurant. And it would just fill out the whole, uh, uh, the whole review. Yeah, I wonder like if someone has a picture of ravioli, I wonder yep. if you can make that a, a comment. <laughs> It, it, I think it could, yeah. Because yeah. what be I'm thinking is, comment. like, what's a sample comment that the computer generates? Well, uh, the, the comments would be something in the style of what I taught it. So it would be maybe a one or two sentences, uh, which is some kind of random appreciation for it, for the food. I, I can actually look. So I so I have the, the, the working app on, on my phone. So I, I can just look at what it would tell me. So these are, okay, so I looked up fried chicken. It would be something like, uh, that fried chicken looks uh, gorgeous. This, I don't even know where it comes from, but it says, that's a lot of fried chicken to eat in my dreams. Oh my God. But see, uh, but the, the, that's the, not the bad, thing actually. Is, it, you know, no, that's the thing, right? Because I feel these are the kind of comments that someone would write and, you know, they're not super long, they're not super short. Right, something original that could totally come off as, uh, uh, you know, um, made by a person. Yeah, that's not so bad. I think the next, if if you were pursuing this, what I would do is hire someone in Bangladesh or India or the Philippines yeah. to do this manually. So this way, we at least see if humans never get blocked. Then we could we could track. Maybe we even try it with two or three countries and two or three accounts. And this way, you could build up a statistical argument that yes, this technique works. And I went from zero to hundred K followers in an average of, you know, four weeks, six weeks, whatever. And so then, you know, and then you could start to see, okay, well, what would people be willing to pay for this service? And then all you have to do is just set them up. You're the middleman between the client and Bangladesh. Yep. And so, so at the very least, we know that the idea is a business. And then from there, mm -hmm. we can go from service to software as a service. And yep. I think that's like the best approach here. Mm. Okay. I, I don't know if you'd be into that. I mean, you mentioned hiring someone in, in Bangladesh as, as, you know, uh, as an alternative, but I think, I think this gives you more nuances into how the app could work. And, uh, we might, we might learn some things. And, and then we also learn if it's a viable business. Yes. So I think uh, th this makes sense. Definitely something I, I, I was thinking about, right? Basically trying to uh, d deferring all the work to someone in Bangladesh, do it and and, and like see what, what the effect of it is. Yeah. Uh, um, because we don't really mm -hmm. know full, if we do full force manual, everything manual, we don't yep. really know what the results are yet. And we only know what the results are with the semi-automated and it yep. still gets blocked occasionally. But yes, that is true. Uh, although I think part of the work that I've uh, uh, mostly been doing to build this app so so far, so the the actual working app that I that I have, I'm not talking about the the bot. Okay, right. that I know for sure that it works. It doesn't get blocked, and it also does uh, like provide a reasonable service. Uh, and, and the app, the app is the one where instead of automatically cutting and pasting, it just provides the, it provides the comments and you pick one and you could rewrite a little bit and so it, on. Yes. And I'm, uh, so for that, I, I do feel it's, uh, it, it works very well. So in well, the okay. sense that when me, when I personally 
uh, am not using the my bot, okay, that is on my laptop, but I just want to use uh, Instagram on my phone and write comments, it's, uh, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't write the comments by hand anymore. I would definitely use the app. Like, I, I can definitely see how it makes things way, way easier. And, and you're saying, I remember last time you said it, it take, it's 15% of the time as... Yes. So, okay. Okay, this is great. I, and not not only that, I only, uh, I just came up with, with a way to make it even faster. Oh, yeah. Because how, how would you do that? Since I have already very good uh, comments, okay, and I know that the comments are mostly good, I, I built in the option for someone not to pick the comment, but to have the app pick a random comment, okay? Ah. And I have to say, this not only makes it much faster, because you would have to say, you know, uh, you know, pizza, and uh, instead of choosing between all the comments, you get one um, at random, but also it makes it fun to see what comment comes up. Yeah, and and if you post the same comment on multiple accounts, like how many, I wonder if you could generate, if, if there's a way to generate thousands of comments. That's, uh, so I think, Thousands of comments for each category. I mean, technically, it's possible. I feel it could be almost, uh, in a sense, uh, overwhelming for the user. Well, what I'm saying is, at least in the database for each category, yep. there's thousands of comments, and that could be GPT generated, and then it and then it picks one randomly out of that. Because yes. I think what you want to avoid is just posting the same comment three times in one hour. Yes, but I feel that wouldn't happen. That would not happen because. Uh, if I think of the, from the point of view of the user, so let's say me as a user when I've uh, been using it, okay, let's say you, uh, the way you'd use this app is that, oh, uh, I'm in some sort of a wannabe influencer, right? I want people to interact with me. So what I do is I interact with them, right? Expecting reciprocity. Yeah. This is something that's a bit boring, yeah. though, because, you know, you can only write so many comments. So the way you'd use the app is that you'd be on your sofa watching Netflix, okay? And while you're doing it, you're scrolling Instagram and the app lets you do maybe three or four taps per each uh, uh, photo and immediately write a comment. So it'd be something that you're doing without thinking and you're doing all, all, all this kind of boring work, which is the commenting and the interaction that you're doing just to get something back. I love it. So, and, and with the app, for some reason, it has not gotten blocked. It, this doesn't get blocked. It's because because in the end, it's done by a person. I wonder what I wonder how Instagram tells like how what is the randomizing factor that Instagram says? Okay, moving on. You know, I'm not sure. I I think simply because uh, a person would do things in such a in a more um, like person-like way in the sense that, like I said, if I were doing it while I'm watching Netflix, you know, you do it in a row for five minutes and then stop doing it for six hours, right? And then, oh, um, you watch another uh, TV show and this is 40 minutes instead of 20 minutes. So you do it for 10 minutes, let's say. So I think there could be some sort of, let's say, clustering of comments that are together. Then it could be, especially if you're using Instagram, you'd probably look at different things. Right? Maybe you'd switch from one app to the other. And then, whereas the code would only be, uh, always be on Instagram. I could see things that I could pick up. And that's why I kind of thought the, the, the current iPhone app that I have kind of mediates between the two things because it, it's not um, affected by uh, Instagram wanting to, uh, to, to stop bots because it's not a bot, mm -hmm. but it has the advantage that it makes the commenting and the interaction part extremely quick. And yeah. I... Uh, because I've also talked with uh, a bunch of people that actually, so uh, people in the same niche, right, that do f food Instagram. People with uh, maybe even one, two thousand to uh, maybe the tens of thousands of followers would spend three or four hours a day on it. Yeah. And so this way, if they spend 20 minutes or 10 minutes a day for the same results, Exactly. Or that is that. Three hours, but they have like a hundred times the results, ten times the results. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly why I the whole idea of coming up with this like it came to me because uh, for one or two days I, I spent one hour 
writing comments. And to me, it was, I could not put up with it. <laughs> you know, uh, how can you, it, it's, it's something so menial, right? And I, I, I didn't want to do it. So I said, how can I make it quick? And, and, and this app seemed to be the, 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 the uh, kind of uh, the option that would make things the easiest, both from the user point of view, so that you can do things extremely quick, but also it, it's basically impossible to get caught. Or if you got blocked using the app, it would be exactly the same as someone writing comments by hand, getting caught, getting yeah. blocked, which which can happen, right? But it only happens with extreme use, right? If someone writes a, a thousand comments one after the other, or you like yeah. a thousand, hundreds of pictures, then you get blocked. But but that will be not caused by the automation. It will be caused by the uh, excessive use. And and when you were doing full automation, how many comments were you making an hour? I would probably do because of course the idea is that you need to be slow, right? I can I cannot in I could do maybe let me think. When my model was well tuned with uh, let's say the Instagram algorithm and I wasn't getting blocked, I could do around uh, maybe four hundred likes and three hundred comments in a day. And that wouldn't get blocked that wouldn't get blocked. However, after a few months, it got blocked without changing any parameters. So I wonder if A, you go, I mean, 300 comments, I mean, even 30 comments in an hour is a lot, right? Like if you were doing it manually, you would maybe do five comments in an hour. Uh, well, yeah, it would depend on or the- 10 comments. <laughs> on the quality of the comments, but yes. I think the full automation is still worth pursuing actually mm -hmm. because 300 comments, that seems ridiculous. That's like five comments a minute. Uh, and you're doing all the likes. That's totally a bot. Like, I don't yeah, know any human yeah. that could type that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Yes. Especially you or, or nobody that would spend the whole day doing it. Oh, no, uh, wait. But I, what I said is that they would do 400 comments in one day. Oh, oh in one day. In one day, yes. Otherwise, that... That would be clear because it's impossible, right? Yeah, you yeah. can write that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I well, mean, well, from a performance point of view, it's not a problem. You can tell it to do however many you want, right? But, uh, but yeah, to not get caught, it would be 400 done in uh, maybe eight hours. So, 50 per hour. Yeah, 50 per hour likes. That's still a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, so here's, here's some changes I think that are easy to make. So let's just say at most uh, 100 comments a day, which is still more than the average human would do, right? Yep. Like you would never do manually 100 comments in a day. That would be so boring. And yep, then you're yep. doing, doing that every day, but it might be below the radar. And then um, I would have it randomly, you know, spread it out at random timeframes. So you know that in an eight hour period, you're gonna do a hundred comments. It just uses a random number generator to pick, you know, somewhere between zero and 60 seconds, somewhere yep. between 60 and 120 seconds, mm -hmm. or, or sorry, maybe somewhere between 60 and 300 seconds. So one to five minutes, it, it, it randomly mm -hmm. does it. Cause you probably have, don't have a randomizer in there right now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's already doing it uh, random weights. But, but um, how long are the weights? It's it's actually even that is random. Uh, so does it ever wait five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will wait five minutes. Oh, okay. What what's the fastest though? I think it would be probably maybe thirty seconds. Okay, so I would just maybe just up that a little bit because it's 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 uh, like I don't think the the and also the the gestures it makes are quite like human like. You wouldn't you know, uh, you know, pick up a bunch of links and then just go to the link as if a computer would. It's all about, oh, go to this page, click on, uh, where would a person click, right? Where would, um, which steps would you do one at a time? Yeah, so, so that, so, so yeah, so if the, if the lowest you've tried is 400 comments in a, in a day or 300 comments in a day, and it, it took several months before you got blocked, how long did you get blocked for that time? Uh, it depends. Maybe not too long. Maybe a few days. But yeah. the, the what I actually noticed 
was that, um, especially what happened like very recently, is that even lowering the times, then the blocks will be so much more uh, kind of random and frequent. Oh, lowering the times made the blocks more frequent? Uh, well, after I got blocked. Because I kind of feel that recently, some the way they were detecting a bot changed, right? So because of that, even decreasing the parameter, it would still make it so that uh, um, it would be I, it would be likely more likely to get caught, to be detected as a bot, and so. Um, I, I think my my guess is is that once a bot, always a bot is their is their philosophy. So if an account yeah. uses a bot, it's probably put on a list. I mean, there's yes. a billion accounts, so if they check everything all the time, they they probably you know they probably focus on the ones that are most likely to to be a bot. So so yeah. it's almost like start off with a new account and with a different IP address. So yeah. like use a VPN or something like that or get a different IP address somehow. Uh you don't have to use Bangladesh yet. I I think actually back back to the app. I think mm -hmm. let's make let's make the app work. This this app's going to work. Like how many uh, when you were doing 300 comments a day, how long did it take for the account to get blocked? Like you said several months, how many months specifically? Oh, I think maybe 2 or 3 months. Yeah, I think hundred comment and how long did it take you to get to eleven thousand followers? Was this the account that got eleven thousand followers? Uh yes. How how long did that take? A few months, maybe three or four months. Right. So is that and then uh, there of course there's there's a bit um, more than that, right? Because of course uh, it's gonna matter uh, how much you post, the quality of the post, but let's say the interaction part that was one hundred percent taken care of to the extent that uh, uh, yeah, yeah, even in action uh, by me and every, and let's say not posting would still lead to um, uh, like uh, followers growth uh, just by the code running. Yes, it's totally true. Airbnb has changed my life. If anything, they have made my life so much better. Like I used to live in Airbnbs. I, I lived in over a hundred or 200 different Airbnbs over a three-year period. And I loved it. I love, I became a really good guest of Airbnbs and I got to know lots of hosts. So when I initially owned a house, I, of course, the first thing I thought was, I'm going to turn my house into an Airbnb because I travel a lot. So why leave my house unused when I can make a side income by letting others Airbnb my house or come to stay in my house as guests? And having my own Airbnb or, or being a host for Airbnb has allowed me to do just that. And I've met other hosts. I've actually spoken at Airbnb's host conference. I think it was in 2017. I met so many just nice hosts. It's a great community. And I love, you know, turning my own home into an Airbnb. Like I'm traveling to Austin next month. My home's going to be an Airbnb while I'm away. And I'll stay in an Airbnb. I'd rather stay in like a three story house Airbnb than in one tiny hotel room in, in the middle of Austin during South by Southwest. So listen, while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who are just letting their house sit empty, who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, then you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Daylight savings time is starting up again. Okay, podcast is over. That's all you needed to know. But why do we have uh, daylight savings time? Answer, to give us more daylight from March through November. By setting your clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day that initial, when we initially start daylight savings. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. 
this is such a brilliant idea for a business and ZipRecruiter did it. So ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. I've used ZipRecruiter particularly as a potential employee and I still to this day get messages every day. James Aldacher, would you like to apply to be VP of entertainment at NBC or whatever? So there's just nonstop emails. Like I got five or six emails today because of because a year ago I signed up for ZipRecruiter. So spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, listen, men's health is important. Men act all cocky and like they don't need anything. But the reality is, as you get older, there's some things you need. And it often feels like we're too busy to take care of our health problems. Like I'd rather do anything than go to the doctor or the dentist or the pharmacy or whatever. But now you don't have to waste your time if you use HIMS. HIMS, H-I-M-S, HIMS is changing men's healthcare by providing simple and convenient access to science-backed treatments for erectile dysfunction, hair loss, weight loss, and more. The entire process is 100% online, so you get a new routine of improving your overall health faster. Jay, you listening to all this? Yes, I definitely got to use HIMS for now. Not on. that you need it. You're you're young and healthy. James, I'm 35. You, you're getting there. You might you might need it. Who knows? But if prescribed, your medication ships directly to you for free and indiscreet packaging. No insurance is needed. You can manage your plan on the HIMSS app, track progress, and learn more about your conditions and how to treat them from leading medical experts. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash James. Could you imagine that? There's a whole section just with my name on it. Hymns.com slash James. That's how I how much I am representative of the kind of person who needs hymns. That's HIMS.com slash James for your personalized treatment options. Hymns.com slash James. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See hymns.com slash James for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Can the app be set up also to post so that you have it, it, you know, again, like we talked last time, it, it, mm. it finds, you know, all the best pictures and, uh, it, it, it posts them. So by finding a best picture, maybe it finds pictures with lots of likes or whatever, and then it just reposts them and it gives a- attribution like, and it's kind of like a curated, like food photo of the day. So I've not been able to do the posting yet. No, there are apps that, that sh- allow sharing. On Instagram, it's a little complicated, I feel. Like it's a couple steps and maybe that's why it's complicated. It's not in mm-hmm. the API, right? So you have to, I don't know what these apps do, um, but maybe the those apps have an API, I, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. if you could just automate the whole thing and then a guy comes yes. back two months later and he's got 100,000 followers, that might be, that would be valuable. Like Yes, I mean, that's, that's something that I thought about, right? Because, of course, that would be kind of the missing link to have an, an account that would do everything, the, the, the posting. But uh, that I, I think I, I was looking into it, and I did find a method that worked up to like a year ago. Mm-hmm. But then something got changed, and it wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, so, so there's something called Loomly.com, which allows you to schedule posts. But then... Um, but my understanding is that those apps, because I've looked into those as well, they let you schedule, but they don't do the actual posting. I feel they give you, uh, uh, well, at least the ones I found, they give you a reminder to post, and then you, you know, you go to the app, you click, and it's gonna open the app in the in Instagram and let you post. But it wouldn't yeah. be the ones I found one hundred percent automated. So really, what we're talking about is that we want to reshare posts, and so there's something called repost. Uh, I wonder if it has a. Yeah, so uploading via the API is not possible. Yeah, that's what 
I when I was looking into it, it didn't seem like possible like that. I did find some trick that worked for for some time, but then they like I think they patched it or uh, they made it because I think in some uh, even the the web version as opposed to the app version has uh, like limited um, uh, capabilities. Uh, hmm. Let me ask you. Uh, I'm I'm jumping around a little bit, but. You also mentioned um, this might be interesting for Tinder as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's uh, one of the kind of uh, next steps. And this would be specifically for the actual app that I've done, the commenting app. L like when I say app, I mean the phone app uh, to, to write comment. You know why? And I always already have a kind of prototype version of that. Okay, yeah. It's not for the app, but it's for the Chrome extension. I think I showed you the Chrome extension as well. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's so much potential here. And it's like, okay, let's say on Instagram, we can't figure it out right now, except for maybe we could try, maybe you could try just as an experiment, a new account, uh, new IP address, and at most a hundred comments a day and just randomizing yep. as much as possible. Mm. Uh, uh, and just try it just to see, maybe you yep. get the same number of followers, because maybe you don't need 300 comments a day. Maybe 100 is enough if you mm -hmm. if you select uh, really the best accounts or whatever. And um, oh, just one last thing on the Instagram one. Last time we looked into um, potentially finding accounts that are trending upwards, but that might be hard to do. I don't know. Yeah, so I thought a little bit about it uh, as well. That I think what's possible to do is like uh, you know set up. Um, some code that would do kind of daily scraping of uh, uh, different hashtags, mm -hmm. like very specific, right? Yeah. It could be, it's like, now, of course, everything I'm thinking is food related just because yeah. I've been looking at those things. And just from that, look at, uh, basically see if you can get, uh, you know, uh, let's say some ratio of likes uh, of a post of, to the uh, number of followers, right? So you'd see that if uh, if this ratio is higher than, nor than the norm, that would uh, be saying this person usually doesn't get a lot of likes, got so many more. It must be some sort of up and coming Instagrammer. So maybe it could be some someone who is on the rise. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, but maybe though to really test this out. So you've never tested out at most a hundred comments a day. I think I've done that before. I would say, I'd say it would still be worthwhile having uh, like test and see if it gets blocked. Yeah, yes. and don't do 30 seconds. Do at least like yeah. a minute or two or a random time yeah. between yeah. one and five minutes. Yeah. And um, what's another thing that you haven't randomized that we could randomize? Um, well, definitely a comment should never be repeated twice in one week. Yep. Like maybe something like that. Or maybe a comment should never be repeated. I don't know. Ooh. Is that possible? Uh, I suppose, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it could be possible. I guess I, that's why I'm saying if the text generator could generate new comments mm -hmm. all the time, how, but, but okay. If you're just doing it with one account and if you don't, at least you don't repeat once every two days, maybe that's good enough. Cause how many, how many hashtags do you, are you set up for? Uh, I look for around um, maybe 300 different foods. Okay. So yeah. So, and if you have 30 comments for each hashtag, yeah. probably in a day or two, you're not going to repeat and you can have maybe some code that it doesn't repeat. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that is something I, I, I thought about because even if you, uh, the, the amount of comments I would have would be in the tens of thousands. Yeah, but with fewer comments a day, though, and, you know, and uh, it might not, it might not, um, it might not, it's probably easier to write some code so it doesn't repeat comments. Yep, that could, that could be done. Yeah. And if it runs out of comments for pizza, then it waits like three days before it looks for pictures with the pizza hashtag. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then, um, I'm curious of if this could be automated for Tinder. So like a guy doesn't really want to, he, a guy could do it manually on his own. Right. But maybe he just wants to swipe on everybody, put comments, and then at the end of the day, see who commented back. And then he decides. Yes. So, so, so that like, could be, I think uh, that could be done and it would be e even e easier. And, and, you know, like you could take their profile as the, you know, I don't know. I don't know how Tinder works. Does someone make a comment that's like a starting point? Like does the woman 
you'd have to be matching first. And after that, you can make a comment. You can start conversation, right? And you could see her profile and her comments? Uh, yes. So then you could use the Shantaram, maybe combined with a book like The Five Love Languages or something like that, mm -hmm. like uh, to train it on like a book that's deep and then a book that's about relationships and yeah. just automatically generate. And, and then of course, and then, and then you're responding to her first mm -hmm. comment. Uh, yeah. uh, I wonder if that's worth trying. Yeah, I, I could try and see what like to train the model on some book. Yeah, and like, see what comes out. Because like uh, you know that app like Super Tinder, that app probably would be huge. Oh yeah, something like that. Uh, definitely. I wonder if uh, I mean it's likely that there would be some limiting behavior there as well. But in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can tell you what I've done already. Uh -huh. This was kind of a, a proof of um, work for the uh, for the idea was this. Um, oh yeah, you, you saw this um, the that Chrome extension, right? Yeah. So the Chrome extension is the same of what how the app on the phone I have works, right? Gives recommendations. In the case was for um, food. But basically, I, I found a bunch of websites with uh, uh, pickup lines, okay, and scraped everything, okay, yeah. so that you could say whatever word, basically, and it would give you a pickup line for that, related to that. Like, you see, oh, this girl is an architect, so you just type architect, and it gives you 10 pickup lines addressed to architects. I see. So, th so, so that would make the, let's say, the first line, uh, uh, the first, let's say, pickup line, like a, a solved problem. So let me see, if I search pickup lines for architects, I'm just curious, uh, 50 plus architect pickup lines. Um, can you help me subdivide my property? <laughs> Do you live 500 feet away from an elementary school? Because I like to establish some adult uses at your place. Oh my. Yeah, I. but you know, you know what though? I like the, the Shantaram, addition to this somehow because it's so different but um okay so you use this and have you tested it out uh, even as the semi-manual yeah i've tested it but i mean uh not to say the uh, how well it would work uh, like on the actual app i think like set up a fake tinder account mm -hmm. and run this and just see at the end of the day how many people give a response to your comments that it's favorable yeah because then that's all guys care about. Then they could really swipe and say, okay, I like this girl. I don't like this girl. I like this girl and so on. I mean, it's interesting that it's like, you can use this type of thing for Instagram, posting reviews, uh, Tinder comments, uh, Facebook comments. So like um, something that takes, like, I hate like saying, you know, happy birthday to everyone who's got a birthday. Just take yep. care of all the basic Facebook needs, you know, yep. that someone has. Um, like, you know, oh, marriage, baby. Oh, it's a beautiful mm -hmm. baby or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, um, uh, but, but okay, in, in Instagram and Tinder are good, like, places to start. Uh, and then maybe even TikTok later. Uh, TikTok would be great. Uh, and then I really like... Uh, uh, this idea of being like almost a service business, you could set up bots for people to, who do podcasts. You could read, I mean, there's 2 million podcasts. You could, you could, you could set up bots, uh, for podcasts or for, uh, I don't know. It's such an interesting thing like that you could, that you could do with this. I mean, I guess anybody with access to GP2 can do it, but, um, it would be nice to integrate the GP2, GPT2 stuff with the Tinder and, and Instagram app. Um, but I wonder if that would get more interaction and engagement, particularly on Tinder. Yeah, that could be an option. Although I feel, yeah, it's, uh, you probably get a good uh, first message. But, you know, uh, I'm not sure if that's enough. It's definitely a good start. Yeah. Right. So that's I mean that's uh, that's what people want. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, uh, overall, kind of my my thinking behind this uh, is uh, is that 
for the specific automation part, in general, there are like the, the three levels that we kind of discussed. That's one is fully automatic, one is uh, partially automatic, and the third is a service. Yeah, and and the whole point of the service is to document that how it works and it, to prove that it works and get some data about it. And it might teach you yep. things, one or two things you need for the app. So I would A, try this out officially on, on Tinder automatically, fully automatic. And again, okay. you know, slow and random, but this way, I mean, I've never used Tinder, so I don't know how it works, but I guess you have the API for Tinder, so you could figure out how to use it to make it seem like a human. And then do the on Tinder, but at most 100 comments a day, and, and maybe just more random and, and not repeating comments. But also, I think so for Tinder, there's limits on how many people you can like see every day, right? That's because they want to charge you more for uh, uh, for the app, right? So I think you can only see, I don't know, 20 people a day. Oh, you can only swipe? Yeah, people? yeah, yes. So you can only do so much for the automation. The automation, I think, the that's probably the part where most of the value would come from the originality of the lines, not from the quantity. Right, I see. Although, how much does it cost to do 50 swipes a day? I'm not sure. I okay. suppose it's going to be between, I don't know, five and 10 bucks a month or something like that, yeah. I suppose. I, why don't you set it up, like on the fake account you use, why don't you mm -hmm. set it up so you can do as many as possible that's reasonable, yeah. like 20, if, mm -hmm. even if it's $20 a month. And then mm -hmm. um, it would just be interesting to see if it works because that's something I could get pressed for. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's fascinating. Uh, and, you, and, then, and then you could start playing around maybe with the, the AI stuff. That's even more fascinating. I get that you'll be on TV press and, and, yeah. and, and then yeah. this will spread. Uh, hmm. And there's nothing that Tinder can do to stop it because there's, if, we, if you really randomize it and use AI and so, so on, they're, they're never going to detect the bots. Um, and then um, when I, using, the, using that skip the line GPT-2 stuff, if I were yep. to ask a question, how fast before it could respond? So, okay, uh, at the moment, it's not trained to answer questions, right? So it will do completion. Right, mm -hmm. I think there's ways to 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 train it to do uh, uh, answering of questions, right? Well, I wonder but, if a question can maybe a question can be formed as a sentence that needs completion. So, um, I could say, James, uh, the best movies ever made are, and then it <laughs> completes. So, if I just form yeah, every question yeah. as a completion. And I could explain that at the beginning, like that's how it works. But but uh, uh, I'd like to I'd like to try that out. Do you think is there a way we can? Um... Yeah. So I feel the oh, you know I I had it going uh, earlier. I think it got restarted. If you well while we talk in like five minutes or so, it can be running, and I can get it to complete stuff. I mean, but I yeah, to... it wouldn't take long. So and the way here it's run, it's also. Uh, I suppose there could be more performance, uh, like better performance ways to do it, but it would take just a few seconds when it's uh, already trained to just answer. Yeah, and also like if I even if it's um, a little slow, uh, we could edit out silences and stuff like that. That would be so interesting. So I'd really like to do that, and that would be good for that would get some press for for what you're doing as well. So I'm out of town next week. But the week after next, maybe let's do a meeting and let's do a podcast with the skip the line thing. If we could find a text okay. speech thing. And the text speech doesn't have to sound like me. It could sound, I think it's more interesting if it sounds like an AI. You know, kind of yeah. like. Yeah, oh, that's true. That would give. Uh, yeah. I, I, can, like I can try to look into what I can do for this. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you think you could play around with the Instagram? So again, it's the at most 100, uh, you know, 100 or 80 comments a day. And let's just see what happens. Oh Maybe yeah, definitely. Slower random time frames. Just trying to figure out like what humans do. It also is going to look at. Are you, does it know if you're scrolling on the feed? Maybe it doesn't know that. Uh, how how does it find posts? Uh, basically, looking at hashtags. I give it a list of hashtags to go through. Yeah, I see. And so, it, and it looks uh, basically it goes through the hashtag page, and it 
it selects the the pages at random. So it can post. Does the API allow you to just see what's on the feed? So this is not done through an API. Oh right, you're just you're totally. Oh, so how do you get the post from the hashtag? It uh, you're scraping. Basically, yeah, it's like searching. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. I wonder if that uh, is a red flag when it looks for hashtags as opposed to just going on the feed. Oh, but you're getting... I can I can have it go over the feed as well. Uh, but you know what? That's also, part of what you I do just, as well. You know, you know what you could do too is yeah, just have like follow a thousand accounts and you're going to have notifications constantly. Yeah, so I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, another thing that I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. And um, does the app look for notifications? Uh, no. I wonder if the app can specifically look for notify or oh no you don't need to look for notifications the notifications will happen. I mean is is the app the apps communicate how are the apps? So I'm know thinking how how to do that because for example to in order to have the app work completely I'm using some sort of uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, you know public uh, interact public kind of a GitHub repository to do part of the interactions and then I'm. Uh, uh, you know, augmenting it through my tricks, let's say. Yeah. So I would have to say either what is available in this kind of public repository or how I could uh, augment it, let's say. Yeah. Um, yeah, because maybe it's looking for people who search too many hashtags. Uh, that could be one as well, yeah. Yeah, so I would try to figure out how to how to get around that so it's just you you get access to the notifications and that's more a normal human behavior. Mm. Yeah, that uh, could be that as well. Also, I had uh, you, you know when I, the kind of a random idea that I had when thinking about all of this mm-hmm. was: uh, is there any way to? This is completely different, right? But it has to do uh, marginal with food to create NFTs for food-related stuff. Um. So, like, uh, uh, let me look into that. That's an interesting idea. And what I thought about is two things, because for, for my understanding is that the value of NFT is people that like to be the owner of something. Yeah. Right. That's that. There's there's nothing like intrinsic, right? So it could be either like I, I was thinking, what if a high end restaurant does uh, wants to make a one off uh, menu? Right. Yeah. You have. The, the the chef makes this uh, menu. They make it one time, and you sell it as an NFT. So someone has okay, they have the experience of the dinner, but also they can say, "Oh, I'm the owner of this menu." Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's an interesting idea because it's kind of the same, right? Some people like uh, with all the NBA stuff, they just like having I don't know Michael Jordan dunking. Okay, you know, of course you can watch the video on YouTube and everything, right? So I kind of feel that. It's about it's all about ownership. So someone who's really into that could say, "Oh, you know, there's this very fancy restaurant. The chef is so good, and they've made this uh, uh, menu or this dish, and I'm the only one that has it." And at the same level, another thing I thought: recipes. It, it sounds absurd, but think of uh, like a, if you have a famous chef, okay, who's written like uh, a recipe. And the recipe is in the book, right? But you could have sell the recipe as an NFT. So, and someone would say, "Oh, I'm the owner. I actually own uh, Gordon Ramsay recipe for beef Wellington." Yeah, no, that's uh, that's interesting. I kind of feel that for the right audience, someone will be into it because I kind of seeing myself being into it, right? It's not like I would go and uh, uh, you know spend a lot of money for it, but you know, it's it's all about the extremes, like. Even now, I, I keep seeing like people on Twitter buying these NFTs that are just pictures of uh, uh, like uh, pixelated uh, pictures of people, like icons, right? And they're spending like you know, uh, I don't know, uh, like fifty k on. Like, yeah, I know. It's like I don't know I, I'm wondering if the trend is going to continue. Twenty Ethereum's. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if the trend is going to continue on NFTs. I'm not totally sure, but it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think, I'm not sure, but but I do see it as uh, uh, something that could be interesting. That You know, some people just want to own things. For someone who's really into cooking, it could be an option. I could even imagine, like, you know, a recipe book that's completely written and published, but you just 
retake all the recipes, create an NFT for each of them. And if you have kind of the, uh, let's say, approval of the author in, in some way, you can have, uh, you know, uh, sell all of them. And who wouldn't like if you think, because in, in the end, uh, if you think of famous enough chefs, they're basically celebrities, people like celebrities and maybe like owning something by a celebrity. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm thinking it out in a couple different domains. Like if, um, mm -hmm. if like Magnus Carlsen, the world chess champion were to play yep. a game of chess and he has the score sheet, even if it's in digital format, he, and he puts his analysis on it, that could be an NFT. Like, oh, this was the game that won him yeah. the world championship and his comments on it. Yeah, yeah this would be exactly it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting. So for example, with this, this app that I've been working on uh, now, I'm actually very close to having something that I could like put in the store. I like the idea of the fully automated. I think people mm. would definitely see the value and would be willing to pay for it. Mm. So I think that's the only thing is that maybe it's worth just seeing if the fully automated one could be the app that you put in the store. Otherwise, let's, let's try putting the manual one in, the semi-manual one, you know, the semi-automatic. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm thinking, because since I basically am very, very close to having something that is basically done, Yeah. right? Uh, could that be sort of the, the starting point and see if that's, uh, you know, if that has any appeal or just to... It, yeah. If that could be like worthwhile, uh, uh, let's say, uh, finishing as opposed to just uh, waiting longer while I'm Oh yeah, let's just see. It's always worth doing an experiment. Let's put it up in the app mm -hmm. store if you can and uh, see what happens. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and this kind of helps you like send me the description of the app when you when you have it uh, just so yeah. just to take a look and, and see, but that sounds like a good idea, a good experiment. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, so let's um, let's chat in two weeks or, or before then. If there's something interesting, I'd love to hear if you post it in the app. I'll I'll buy it and 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 see oh, the price right. myself. <laughs> but uh, let, let's uh, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Thanks a lot, Paulo. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.